Are you looking for the spot to kick back, relax, and talk all things Southern Miss? Well, you're in the right place. Welcome to the Everyday Eagles podcast, the podcast for Southern Miss fans by Southern Miss fans. Hey, 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 everybody. Welcome to this episode of the Everyday Eagles podcast. We are so excited tonight to have two football studs coming on the show. But before I bring them in, let me introduce you to that co-host of mine, that offensive coordinator from Taylorsville, Mr. Lane Brady. What's up, Lane? Hey, Chuck. How's it going? It's going good. I guess you're not from Taylorsville. You just work in Taylorsville. Yeah. Well, I'm there the Tartars. Right yeah. I'm the, we're live from my classroom right now. You're live from your classroom, yeah. Yeah. Watching that film. Doing, yeah. Trying to get yeah. my stuff ready for the week. No doubt, no doubt. Well, uh, y'all won last week, right? We did. <clears throat> yeah, we won. It was a big yeah. game, big rivalry game. We won. Okay. It was good. The kids played well. Awesome. Well, man, why don't you go ahead and kick us off? Because uh, we're kind of on a time limit tonight. Uh, which is not good for Lane because Lane likes a, a lollygag. But uh, why don't you introduce our guest tonight, man? All right, man. I'm, we got some good guests coming on tonight. We have, uh, first off, we have the local boy, the Pervisian. Did I say that right? Pervisian? Pervite. Pervite. Pervisite. <laughs> and uh, we got the newly named quarterback one of the Golden Eagles. We got Matthew Riles and Billy Wiles on the show tonight. We didn't do the rhyming on purpose, but uh, I kind of like it. Yeah, no doubt, man. Welcome to the show, fellas. How y'all What's doing? What's up, guys? How's it going? How y'all doing? Hey, y'all just relax. We're going to have fun. Kick. I mean, just, just lay back, just sitting <laughs> around a fire right now. Just don't, yeah. <laughs> There's no we pressure. Got, I hadn't no tackled pressure. anybody in years, guys. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> So I got a question for you, Billy, before we get this thing rolling. Since you've been named QB1, does it feel like a burden is off your shoulder now that you won the competition, or does it feel like the burden has now been placed on your shoulder? What's the feels like? I don't, Not really either. Um, it's all been really fun, and I'm just excited to get the season going and play some football. That's awesome. Congratulations, man. We're yeah, excited congrats, for man. You. Thank you. I appreciate it. Well, Chuck, I guess we better get on these listener questions in a hurry, huh? Yeah, kick them off, man. All right, so I'm going to get us started here. We're going to start off with uh, the question we like to ask all our guests. So I'm going to ask it, and uh, why don't we go, Matt, you answer first, then we'll go Billy after that. So the first question is, why Southern Miss? I chose Southern Miss, one, because I'm from Purvis. Two, Obviously, my grandfather played at Southern Miss. My dad played at Southern Miss. I mean, it was just – I couldn't – I would feel like I was betraying the family if I went anywhere else. So it would kind of be like, oh, you know, it's – Like Peyton Manning. Yeah, like Peyton Manning. Like, <laughs> I don't know, man. It, was, it just felt like the right thing to do. It'd make holidays awkward, wouldn't it? It would. <laughs> you were, you were uh, legacy in, I guess. So We could say that. That's awesome. All right, Billy, you've had an interesting path to get here. Tell us why you chose Southern Miss. Yeah. Uh, I mean, the the first thing that kind of brought me here was Coach Hall because um, I was committed to him at Tulane in high school. Um, and then obviously Matt, when I met Matt, I knew I had to come here. Um, of course. But, uh, no, I just, I just love the, the campus, the people, and then obviously my relationship with Coach Hall and uh, Coach Joseph was important too. Now, now Matthew's already said he's from Purvis. Where are you from originally, Billy? I'm from Ashburn, Virginia, about 30 minutes outside of Washington, D.C. Okay. I got you. He had culture shock when he moved down here. Have you had crawfish yet? Oh, yeah. I had a bunch of it. Um, (laughs) It was awesome. There you go. And admit it, the the girls are a little prettier down here, right? You can say that. (laughs) (laughs) You're going to get him in trouble. I know. Uh, and then the next question is, uh, what's your favorite Southern Miss moment? Which, uh, Matthew, yours is probably going to be a little bit easier to come up with than Billy's right now. But, Matthew, what's your favorite Southern Miss moment? 
my favorite Southern Miss moment is when we took down Houston to win the Conference USA Championship. That oh, yeah. that was in my childhood. That was definitely mm-hmm. something that was engraved into my brain. Like, hey, this is awesome. This is this is how Southern Miss football is supposed to be played, and that's what we're trying to trying to bring it back to that level now. Obviously, so. I, um, yeah, man, it's we're we're right there. We're right there. I think everybody's going to be. You know, when Coach Hall first got here, obviously we didn't have that many scholarship players. We were down. We we're rebuilding. I think everybody saw a step up last year. You know, it was tough last year. We won seven games and played three different quarterbacks. So I mean, we kind of had the same problems we did in. Uh, I guess that was twenty one. So, uh, man, I've just I've seen a lot of quarterbacks take snaps, and I'm real happy that we, you know, we got two solid quarterbacks that we can rely on to take snaps for us this year. And I really think that uh, that's the missing piece, especially last season. I think. I think last season we went nine, ten ball games. We have a quarterback, so yeah, I, uh, I'm ready to see how this year shakes out. Yeah, I just feel like the injury bug has just plagued us the last few years at that spot. So yeah, yeah, I agree. Oh uh, man, I, I really this is the most well-rounded team we've had since I've been here. So I'm excited. And I've been here for a while too, so it's not like not like this is the first team i've seen i mean obviously when i first got here we had a lot of talent on that team in 2019 and didn't things really didn't work out like we wanted it to but this is by far the best team that we've had roster wise depth wise good deal good deal now billy yours is gonna be a little bit harder i think to think of have you had a favorite moment yet since arriving on campus yeah since i've been here there's been a couple the first one that i kind of experienced was the uh the Louisiana basketball game, that was a really fun experience. That was, I think that was the second basketball game I went to, and it was a fun time. And it was electric in there. Um, and then – An electric factory. It was electric. <laughs> <laughs> and then uh, the Supers, like the baseball, just the baseball season in general, and the Supers were really fun. Um, obviously, it didn't go our way, but it was just a fun time, and it was, it, was cool to, it was cool to be out there and watch and just kind of see Coach Barry's last year off. And all that broke them out into the roost. Yep. Thanks nice. to the guys out there too. We uh, he got he got the full treatment. Yeah, it was okay. awesome. You did it right if you ended up out in the roost. So. Oh yeah. All right, and then the last question I got for y'all before I turn it over to Chuck here is, what's your major? So uh, we'll we'll keep the same order right here, Matt. What's your major? Oh man, I want to say what was that about? Back. <laughs> Uh, Cardell Jones that he he don't play school he plays football but I can't <laughs> okay. I came here to I came here to play football I didn't come here to play school exactly now nah, my mom's my favorite quotes <laughs> my, my mom's gonna be real disappointed when she hears that uh, <laughs> I, I I hopefully will graduate with my finance degree this December and I got a one year trying to get the one year master's program for my MBA so. For nice. my next year, so hopefully, hopefully things shake out my way in that department. The look on Billy's face is full of confidence that you'll do all that. Oh man, he! Yeah, he I believe in him. I believe. <laughs> Billy, what's your major? I'm a liberal studies major. I'm uh, planning to graduate in like a, about a year, and then do the same thing, get my MBA. See, I'm a I'm a finance major. I really do take school serious, <laughs> guys. Guys. <laughs> Studies major. They 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 they're not playing school. Yeah, he's a studious guy. We can studious. Tell. Yeah, Matt works. Yeah. Well, you two are roommates, huh? <laughs> yes, sir. We're roommates. We are roommates. Yes. I got you. I bet that's some fun times, man. It is no doubt. All right. Well, Chuck has our first listener question here, so I'm gonna kick it off to him here. I do, and we're going to um, go straight to Sissy Hudson, who works at Stonehouse. A special shout-out to Stonehouse and Purvis for sponsoring our episode tonight. Y'all go check them out. Great uh, country buffet. I think um, – I know Matt's been there a time or two. I don't know if Billy's been yet. But um, <laughs> Sissy wants to know, who is your favorite at Stonehouse? It's obviously Sissy. When I walk in there, my sweet <laughs> already sitting at my table. So that's – it's it's not close in that that region. 
<laughs> so uh, Summer might get a little mad at you, Matt, so be careful. They're all good. It's just, they are. All of them. The service okay. is great. The food's great. We probably go down there once or twice a week. Wow. A lot. What's your uh, What's y'all's favorite menu item off the Black- buffet? The blackened catfish is off the chain. Is it? Okay. It's incredible. I've never actually been there on the, the day they have blackened catfish, but I I don't think I've had the same thing twice when I've yeah. been there. Um, so I, I mean, I don't really have a fair, but it's all I, I've never been disappointed. It's always it's always really good. So absolutely, and that is in Purvis, guys. Y'all go check them out. Tell them Chuck and Lane sent y'all, and uh, if y'all see Billy and Maddie and they're eating, feel free to buy their lunch for them because they're broke college <laughs> students. <laughs> all right, Lane, you go next. All right. Uh, my questions come from Tim Shanks, also known as Dirty. That's right. That's a heck of a nickname. Dirty Pop. Uh, so Dirty asked, uh, he, he asked specific questions for each of y'all. He said for Matthew, how does it feel being part of turning around his hometown team? Man, that that's a great question. You know, I feel like we turned it around last year, but we haven't quite turned it around to the point where, you know, I, we get done with the season. I'm like, man, we've just had, that was an awesome season. Obviously last year was an awesome season, but we don't want to settle for seven and five, seven and six. We're, I mean, we Southern Miss needs to be a nine, 10 win ball club every year, every year. And I think the guys that played before us would agree with that. Those guys in late eighties, uh, all the way through the nineties, early two thousands, they really set the bar high. And, uh, that's man, that's what we're trying to get it back to. So, mm-hmm. You know, I, I was happy with last season. I, I do feel like we've turned it around a lot, but we're we're not uh we're not settling. Yeah, good deal. I, I think the fan base feels it too. Absolutely. It, there's there's definitely a different atmosphere in Hattiesburg. Well, all sports, all sports are yeah. All uh-huh. sports. Basketball is, you know, I know our baseball team went to the supers, but basketball. I mean, that when's the last time we sold out Reed Green? So, a long time ago. It's, it's been a long time ago. One of the Memphis games back whenever I was in school. I was about to say, I remember going when I was 10 and 11, going to watch them play Memphis, and it just being awesome. But then I come here as a freshman, and there is 30 people in the stands. Yeah. yeah. And it's just like, man, I, I'm so glad that we've got that turned around. Yeah. They're all on the on the climb, man. It's an exciting time to be a Southern Miss fan, for sure. So, And then he asked for Billy, how have your adjustments been, and how has – how, and how has being at Southern Miss been different? I mean, I know there's you could probably go on the rest of the show on this one, but <laughs> how how has the adjustment been coming from you came from Clemson, correct? Yep, that's right. How has that adjustment been for you coming from Clemson to Southern Miss? Yeah, I mean, there's a there's a lot of big differences, some similarities too. Um, but I mean, the first thing that pops in my mind right now is just. It's a lot hotter. It's a lot more humid. So that's something I had to get used to. Um, and, yeah, it's a big difference. And then just uh, kind of just the way of life is a little bit different. Um, it's something that I've adjusted to, it's, and it's something that I love, really, um, just being around all these people. It's been it's been a lot of fun uh, just what, meeting new people, um, kind of diving into the Mississippi culture. But, yeah, I mean, the differences have all been good differences, and I'm, it's been it's been really fun. Matt, we're gonna he's gonna get converted all the way. That dude's gonna have a southern drawl by the time he's done here. <laughs> he's gonna, he's gonna have he's little gonna crawfish hurt. and sweet tea. He's gonna he'll probably get married and move to Hattiesburg, man. <laughs> Glad you're in Hattiesburg. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> all right, and then the next one he asked, and this is just for anybody, either one of y'all or both of y'all can take it, whoever wants this one. He said What's it like having a guy like Frank Gore in the locker room? And I'll just say this, guys. Amongst us on this show, and I think other fans feel the same way, but amongst us on this show, Frank Gore is like the gold standard of, like, character dudes. You know what I'm saying? Like, we've all had encounters with him, and we love Frank Gore here. So what's it like having a guy like that in the locker room with you? Yeah, I'll go. Um Frank's awesome. Frank's been awesome since I got here. Like you said, just high character guy. Some get some someone you can always talk to, even though he's kind of got a big name. Um, he's always he's cool with everyone on the team. He's he's never like kind of big shot at anyone. Um, he's an awesome dude and obviously a really good player. Um, and he works hard and he earns 
all the recognition he gets. Um, and it's just being a quarterback. It's a, it's a good feeling. Um, and it's, it's just, it's nice to have a lot of confidence in a guy like Frank, um, playing right next to me. So yeah, I think that, yeah, he makes us look really good. He makes the offensive line look really good because sometimes the holes aren't the biggest and he just makes it work. And I, man, he, he's, He's, he sees things that I don't there, – there's not many people on this earth that can see some of these holes. And he just – it's incredible to watch him work. It's incredible to watch him play. I mean, he, he plays the game like it's supposed to be played. And I think that uh, everybody pretty much well respects him for that. And he's just also a great guy. I mean, he's he's fun to be around. He, he loves Southern Miss. So. Mm-hmm. I'll tell you what, he didn't have to look hard for holes in that bowl game. I think Ooh. I could have got a first down through a few of those. Y'all were demolishing <laughs> them up front. Yeah, man, we, we, we've we been working hard. I, I think everybody, you know, offensive line has been a part of a lot of coaches since I've been here. I think we're on coach four. And, man, I know everybody, you look at Eagle Post after every game, we could rush for 7,000 yards one game. And Eagle Post is going to be griping about the offensive line or griping <laughs> about the griping quarterback. But I will say this. Our offensive line has improved so much as a group, as a unit. I mean, when we first got here, when I first got here, it it was man, it, it's just been a tough road for us. So we've got Coach Greg's an awesome coach. He he is very knowledgeable. He is, I mean, he's a great guy too. He's awesome to be around. Uh, very intelligent, very intelligent guy. Great teacher. So he's he's made it. You know, we go out there and we put shoulder pads on and we hit and it's hot, but he makes it fun too. It's mm-hmm. not – you don't just dread going to practice every day. And that's that's big when you can do that and you get everybody bought in. It makes practice in the season go by a lot better. Yeah. Awesome. Well, our uh, our next group of questions comes from the Tyler Jackson, who's another Purvis kid. Um, and his first one is to Matthew, and he said – who is the second best golfer besides you, of course? Um, you know, Bryce Lofton, the punter. Bryce. He now he makes he's a scratch golfer, but for some reason, when me and him play, he wants me to give him strokes. So <laughs> he's a little scared. I'll say that. Uh, that's just probably part of being a specialist, though the softness. But no, nah, man, he's a great. <laughs> He he really he really is a great golfer. Duke can hit his driver farther than anybody in Hattiesburg. I mean, he hey. can rip it. Hey, punters are people too, man. Hey, man. <laughs> shout out <laughs> shout out all the punters. Shout out the punters. Uh, all right, and uh, this next question can go to uh, either of you, I guess. Um, be careful. Uh, but which group of skill players are the biggest divas? I'm gonna let Billy answer that. <laughs> Man, I love all my teammates, but just being a quarterback, I guess I love all the corners. But I'll, I'll say corners like to run their mouth. I mean, that's that's yeah. kind of the thing everywhere. Um, we've like our group of corners is awesome. They they don't talk as much as some of the other corners you see around, which is is good. But I mean, it's corners need to talk sometimes. It's kind of part they of their, their their confidence and their moxie. So I guess I'll go with corners just because I compete with them every day. But yeah, I mean that. There's no, there's no real divas on our team, which is is a kind of part of what Coach Hall's built. I think that's awesome. B- Billy might be the only guy in Mississippi to ever say the word moxie. Moxie. <laughs> that is so. That's so Yankee. That's so Yankee. That's funny. All right, Billy. The next question was to you. Uh, what motivated you during fall camp to push a little harder? Um, that's a good question. I, uh, I mean, obviously the competition was a close one. Uh, Holman's a really good quarterback and we were, we were neck and neck every day. Um, so he, I mean, he pushed me to be better, um, to to work really hard. And then just my teammates, this is a really hardworking team. Um, so seeing people work hard around you just makes you want to work even harder. Um, and then obviously I want the team to be great and this, everyone on the team wants to be great. Um, so just, it just, when you see everyone around you wanting it, it just makes you want it a little more and you, you go and put in a little extra work every day to get better. Awesome. All right. The last question we'll uh, put to both of you, uh, 
Are there any players, including yourselves, that are a little superstitious? Or do y'all have any superstitions in the football? Because baseball players are known to be superstitious. But what about football players? Go ahead, Matt. Oh, uh, so during practice, like if I have a bad practice or what I think is a bad practice, I will not wear the same undershirt the next day. Like I, like that's it, I'm just not doing. It. Like I can't. Yeah, man, I just that's mine. That's my superstition. Then yeah. if we have a big game. If we have a big game, they give us poor offensive linemen. We don't eat, we don't have the gloves with the eagle head. We have to wear the plain ones. Just they they won't let us look good. But uh. <laughs> Uh, uh, in a game, I like to wear one white glove and one black glove. Just change it up. Uh, I got you. I, I just feel, I don't know, man. That's that's kind of that's kind of my thing. Um, yeah, that's that's it. I'm not, I'm not really a superstitious guy. Um, I guess my like kind of the opposite of what Matt said. I wear the same thing every day. I never change what I wear. Um, the only thing I'll change is my cleats, really. But um, yeah, I, I have I had some superstitions in high school, but they've kind of faded since I got into college. And uh, yeah, no, I haven't picked up anything yet. I'm sure I will over the next couple of years. <laughs> no, definitely, I got you. Okay, Art Lane. Well, Dusty Kennedy wrote in, guys. He said he loves the show, and then uh, he said, "We the fans." Uh, know what to expect from our starters, but what do they expect from us? In other words, what can the Southern Miss faithful do to help these guys succeed? What can we do to help you guys out? Show up and stay for the entire game. The entire like you see it mostly with students, but a, a lot of fans do it also. They show up for the first two quarters. Halftime comes, we come back out, and it's half the stands gone. I, I think everybody, you know especially as hard as we've been working and where this program is trending, if we could just get the fan base to stay and support us, that just gives a lot of uh, extra confidence, I guess I would say, to the players. Uh, it makes us – you know, we want to show out we, – we want to show y'all how hard we've been working by, you know, kicking tail on Saturdays. So it's just nice to uh, – it's nice to see fans at the end of the game, especially after a big win, you know. Um that's that's really all I got. Yeah, and I would kind of say the same thing. Just the more people in the stadium, the better. Um, it makes it more fun. Um, it can kind of throw throw uh, the opposing teams for a loop a little bit. And yeah, the louder the better. It just always makes it more fun. Um, so yeah, kind of the same deal as Matt. Just the more people, the better. Also, I, I really dislike referees. So. <laughs> So when we boo as loud as we can at the referees, <laughs> that that really that fires me up. So noted. Give them grief. We didn't hold; they held, right, Matthew? Exactly. <laughs> Defense, <laughs> listen, defensive holding is a real thing, and I don't. It think is a real thing. It happens. It goes no line a lot, and it's it's irritating it's, when it's, de- when defensive players do it. So. Man, I, right, I can't. The next question came from David Grayson. He said, uh, "Billy, what made you decide to play football slash transfer to USM?" Yeah, uh, like I said earlier, just kind of my relationship with Coach Hall, um, just knowing him over the years, and then uh, just Southern Miss in general. Just meeting meeting future teammates like Matt and stuff when I came and when I came on my visit, um, meeting fans, seeing the campus, seeing the area. There, I mean, it's really everything. Um, I loved everything about it, and I, I really kind of knew from from the jump when I visited that I was going to come here. Good deal. And then he asked, uh, this is for anybody, what are the keys to us having more success on the offensive side of the football? Obviously, you're both offensive guys, so whichever one wants to take this one. Yeah, I, I can go. Um, I think we're going to be really explosive at receiver, which is – um, something Coach Hall's wanted to do for a long time. So I think just getting the ball to those receivers in space, to the running backs in space, um, and being able to run it when we need to and throw it when we need to is going to be huge for this offense. So I think it's going to be a really good year um, for the offense, and I'm excited for all of, all of uh, Southern Mississippi, what we're about. Billy, 
Lane's about to make fun of me for what I'm about to say. Right. I and gonna, I believe I, that he was going to say it before he said it. I was like, just, I, I, I believe that get the, get the quarterbacks and receivers click well together, right? Okay. Do you have a favorite receiver so far? I love all my receivers. Okay. Okay. Well, let me challenge you this year and challenge oh, Coach Hall. Throw it to the tight end some more. We got a good tight end, and I think he's the most <laughs> underutilized. Love. Oh, I, I, Cole's one of my favorite people to throw to uh, so okay. far. Look, see, see. Cole. Cole is the worst golfer I've ever played. He <laughs> <laughs> can catch a ball, but he can't hit one, huh? I, mean, I think the last time we played, we went down to Grand Bear. By the fourth hole, he had broken his driver and three wood. <laughs> <laughs> he was close pretty that day. That's funny. There you go. For the record, I'm not against tight ends catching passes. It's just Chuck has been. I like tight ends. I think they're underutilized. About tight ends. I like Cole. Nothing against Cole. Just the minute I saw that question, I was like, Chuck's going to tell him to throw it to the tight end. Let me just let him get it out of the system. So then the next question. he asked, well, what, he asked, what are the strengths of the receiving core and running backs? And then, Matthew, I'm going to ask about the O-line in a second. I'm going to let Billy take this first one here. What are the strengths of the receiving core and running backs? Who who are the guys who have impressed you a lot so far, Billy? Who, who are some names that we can expect to see? Yeah, um, just talking on strengths of the, the group as a whole, I think speed at the wide receiver position is, is a big strength. Um, we have a lot of four, 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 five guys. Um, that can just kind of burn a lot of DB. One second, sorry. Yeah, we're we gotta have a, a meeting with this charger, so I'm falling on die. <laughs> but um, I think uh, Brandon Hayes came back from an injury. He was kind of out um, for a little bit this spring, and then seeing him come back and work hard this summer into fall camp. He, he had a really good fall camp, and that was good to see. And then. Um, Ty Mims is a beast. Tyquan Henderson's a beast. And then uh, we have Latrell Jones and, and Kasten. Really, everyone is, is so good in their own different ways, um, whether it's speed or route running or just be, just having great hands. Um, so, yeah, that, I mean, they're all going to have great years, and I'm confident in that. Um, and then as far as running backs go, like Matt said, they, they, all, find, they all find ways to get through. And make plays. I, I think Kenyon Clay is going to have a breakout yeah. year this season. That dude, he's a menace. Yeah, and then Drake Clark too is yeah, a really, really good player. Um, so yeah, they're. I mean, they make they make me and Matt Wright uh, a lot of the time. So uh, yeah, they're they're a good group. They're smart. They know what to do. So. And then Matt, I want to branch off this. This is one of my questions here, but as a person who loves offensive line play here. Talk to me about the O-line crew we got in here. I saw something the other day saying, do we have the biggest, like pound for pound, we have the biggest offensive line in the group of five, right? Didn't I see that? Shout out Stonehouse. There you go. There you go. <laughs> Stonehouse, yeah. But oh, talk to man. me a little bit about what we got up front. Man, you know, we're really big, and sometimes big is – you know, you need to be big as an offensive lineman, but it's not all the time the best. What's different about us is we're big and we can move. Uh, we've got a lot of guys that are real shifty, and I think that that is very good for us to have this year. We haven't really had that in the past year. We, you got to, you got to be. If you're going to be big, you also got to be able to move. You can't, you can't just be a slob out there. And we've got everybody that plays; they they can move. We've we've got some good players that. Coach Hall's recruited and brought in, and man, we are deep at that position. We've we've got two solid. Uh, our ones and twos are interchangeable, man. There's, there. I mean, like in practice, we'll go, we'll just throw the two O line in there. We'll throw the ones in there. Like it, you really don't notice that much of a difference, man. We've got ten core guys, so that's also great. We can, you know, in a game, it's for us. Also, for us big guys, it's hard to go a whole game, especially if we're running that you know, 70% of the time like we were last year. So it's, it's just great to have depth at that position. Uh, Jerquan Scott, he is a he's an animal. Uh, I, I really think that he'll he'll be third or fourth round 
draft after this season if he has a good year. He he is he's one of the the best athletes that I've ever seen with my own eyes. Uh, I think he hit twenty miles an hour the other day running. I mean, yeah, anyways, right at three forty, and that wow, that's like a Mack truck. Boy, so, that's like a, I was about to say that's like a truck coming at yeah. you. That is, I, I he, he would dust me in a race. So. <laughs> Uh, yeah, man, that's that's pretty much that's pretty much it. Well, you both hit on it a little bit here. His last question here. This is David's last question. Uh, he asked, "How is USM this year regarding depth?" Do, and I guess I kind of want to branch off this and ask Matthew: Do we have more depth than what you've seen in the past? We, without a doubt, at every position, we've got we've got twos and threes that would be starting at lots of other schools man it and we i mean man this is the most depth that i've seen i mean we've got a full 85 scholarship players i think and i don't think that i've seen that since i've been here not even close so this is definitely the the most depth we've had since i've been here that's awesome well uh one more shout out to our uh, sponsor. This episode is sponsored by Stonehouse Restaurant and Purvis. Open Monday through Friday, 10.30 a.m. to 2 p.m. and Sunday, 10.30 a.m. to 2 p.m. It's a Southern-style buffet, good enough to feed a football team and build an offensive line. So go see Brad, Sissy, Summer, Shauna, and the rest of the crew and tell them Chuck and Lane sent you. Yes. All right. We love Stonehouse. Too. I ate there today love. after church, man. It was Love Stonehouse, man. Yeah. Gosh, yeah, that uh, peach cobbler, man. I used to sneak out of class my senior year. I, I, I had Spanish. <laughs> I had Spanish third block, so I, I had you had lunch and then you had Spanish. Well, I, I kind of made friends with my Spanish teacher. I'm like, hey, I might be ten minutes late getting back to class. Uh, <laughs> I'm just going to eat some lunch. So I, I think I on house probably three days a week. <laughs> That's during, hilarious. During my senior year, so man, I I love that place. That's funny. Well, uh, this next question comes from a good friend of y'all's, Mr. Uh, Jake Lang. And he, said, <laughs> he said, who is better at we golf? Definitely not Jake. Jake is definitely, he, <laughs> he's on the bottom of that spectrum. Bottom uh, of this? Billy, Billy is better at golf. I'm better at baseball. So it's kind of. We go back and forth. Yeah, it's pretty yeah. close in both. We're, we're playing a game right now, and I'm kind of... He's torching me. I, yeah. just did, I hit it out of bounds twice. So. I wanted to be nice, but yeah, that's the right word. <laughs> you got to be nice sometimes, man. You got to build people up, right? Yeah. 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 Especially yeah. Matt. I'm just building this... <laughs> oh. There you I, go. I need him to know what it feels like to win before Saturday. <laughs> before so. you let him know what it's like to lose. That's right. Well, uh, Billy, what kind of quarterback would you consider yourself? Are you a scrambler, pocket passer, a little bit of everything? Yeah, I, I kind of say I'm in the middle. Um, I'll I'll pass from the pocket when I can. Obviously, that's the best place to be. But I think I can make plays with my feet and out of the pocket. Um, and I love throwing on the run and letting receivers kind of work um, and get open because we have we have guys that can do that. So yeah, I'd say somewhere in between is probably where I'd fit. Okay. And uh, how does it feel knowing you've got guys like Matt watching your back? You know, a quarterback uh, quarterbacks. Only as good as the offensive line lets him be sometimes. So, yeah, uh, yeah, no doubt. There's a lot of big guys up there uh, looking out for me, so it's a good yeah. feeling. And I live with I live with three offensive linemen, so oh, nice. Did they walk you to class, man? Yeah, they're they're protected <laughs> at all times. Yeah. Wear shades and everything. That'd be cool. Yeah. Liberal studies majors. They, they don't <laughs> class. I got you. <laughs> underwater basket weaving. <laughs> <laughs> We had uh, an Matt. offensive lineman at a school I worked at one time, took the quarterback and wrapped caution tape around him and walked him around the hallways on game <laughs> There you go. Do that. Do that. Take pictures. Um, Matt, you kind of mentioned this uh, at the beginning, but, you know, you're a legacy at Southern Miss. Tell me how does it feel to play for the same school that your dad and grandpa did? And more importantly, you know, how does it feel knowing your dad's up in the stands watching you after everything that he's kind of been through? Man, yeah, uh it's awesome. It's a, uh, you know, everybody pretty much knows, especially in Purvis. Dad did. He had leukemia. He got it my sophomore year. We were playing Brooklyn, which is our biggest rival. Mm-hmm. And I, I, 
I look at him in the stands before I play every game. Like, I'm like, all right, where's dad at? So I was playing that game, could never find him. They told me after, and I was like, man, that, that was one of, that was a moment I'll never forget. Um, it, it's awesome, man. He's, he's doing so good. And, uh, it's, it's awesome to look up in the stands and see him healthy. It's, it really is. As far as being a legacy, man, I, I don't know. Hattiesburg is just home. Like, this is just home for me. Like, it, it's just like I go down Eagle Walk and everybody's like, oh, hey, Matt, Matt, what's up? Or yeah. we go to Stonehouse and everybody, you know what I mean? Just places right. like Billy will attest to that. We can't go anywhere and everybody, you know, knows, everybody knows me. Or my dad. <laughs> yeah. It, it's also when you're six foot eight, you kind of stick out like a sore thumb, too. So, hey, are you that tall, but, really, man? I am. Shoot. But, uh, man, it's. It's awesome. It, it, I love Hattiesburg. I, I would yeah. love it, man. It's it's Southern Miss is a great school. It, it's, it really is. It's I, I would encourage everybody that's getting recruited, especially a group of five players that are Sun Belt players. People that are getting recruited by teams in the Sun Belt. Check mm-hmm. Southern Miss out. It is a hidden gem in the South. Every, I mean, y'all know Hattiesburg is just a great place. Pine Belt's a great place. So. And you know, there's a, a lot of talk on some of the uh, boards and, and talk shows that the Sun Belt may be edging out some of these Power Five conferences, and we might be sneaking into one of those. So who knows, man? We're Sun Belt's on the rise. I really believe I, that. I think I saw I saw today Southern Miss to the Pac-12. I don't know how true that is. <laughs> Lord, who knows, man? Who knows? <laughs> Matt, uh, tell us the importance of having a strong relationship with your quarterback, and vice versa, Billy. Well, uh, I want to hear this answer. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> Don't get emotional now. <laughs> yeah, oh, that, I'm not going to get emotional. <laughs> man, it's, it's nice to have a relationship, not only with the quarterback, with every player, man. I think, I think that if, you know, if you're pretty good friends with, we got a, We just got such a good group of guys in the locker room. Everybody's friends that, you know, it's hard to, it's hard to find that nowadays. Everybody's about themselves and nobody's like that. It's other is nobody, mm-hmm. nobody makes it about themselves. Everybody is a, it wants the team to win. And I, I think we're all on board with that. Uh, you know, just building friendships, building brothers for a lifetime. It's, it's, uh, it's a good thing. And team, uh, every successful team ultimately ends up, you know, they have that in the locker room. They have those, those guys they can rely on and, yeah, I, I just think that it's a key part to our success. No doubt. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, I'll yeah have, go ahead, Bill. I have kind of a shorter answer, but like Matt said, just kind of the the group of guys we have and knowing and trusting that they have confidence in you and they have your back um, is huge, and that, that kind of helps build great teams. Um, so just that the relationship we have in the locker room, and like Matt said, we don't have any guys um, – that just want to win for themselves. They want the team to win. Um, so that's huge. Absolutely. It's also nice to sing Islands in the Stream at uh, Shenanigans. Shenanigans. Billy, Billy, Billy's Dolly. So Okay. <laughs> Do you wear a wig and everything, man? He does, man. He, does, <laughs> nice. he goes all nine yards. Oh, yeah. I like it. I like yeah. it. Well, uh, this is to both of y'all. If y'all could play any other position on the football team, what would it be and why? Oh, I, I'd Matt play be, free safety. Matt would be a receiver or safety, yeah, some skill position. Okay. I'd be a ball hawk. Would you? I like <laughs> it. <laughs> uh, I would probably say, I guess tight end. I get, tight end yeah. kind of. Nobody, nobody ever says offensive line to this question. Like, <laughs> nobody, nobody's there like, man, I really would love to play guard. Right. Like, I just want to get beat on the whole game. Yeah, I just I just wish that I could double team every play to the linebacker. Right? <laughs> Nobody ever says that. Like it's such that's such no it, it takes a special it, I was special say, it group takes to play type offensive of person line. to play offensive line. Yeah, you have to It have, does. You could never get line, no so. glory, everybody boos you. It's just like <laughs> nothing. You just gotta walk around with a chip on your shoulder all yep. day. No doubt, man. Well, I got two more questions and then a message, and then I think Lane may have one or two and then we'll be done. Um so, you know, y'all mentioned it earlier. It was good seeing the football team actively searching, you know, for baseball tickets in the Supers last year. How often do y'all support other sports? And why is I mean, that important? We were, we were ready to – we had already scoped it out in Lenny's before the game. We were going to – when we beat Tennessee that second game, we were going to drive to Omaha, sleep in our trucks, 
and just find a way to go to the game. We go to the game. So that that's I as far as me, you'll see me at a lot of sporting events, man. I am Southern Miss. I bleed Southern Miss, man. That's I awesome. bleed black and gold. I love yeah. I love the Eagles and uh I I don't know, Southern Miss just means a lot to me, so Yeah. I I, I went to as many basketball and baseball games as I could. Um, I, I drug him out. I drug him yeah. out to everything. He has no choice. It, yeah. If you Good. live, with, if you live with me, you're going to support Southern Miss. So Good. it was a great time. So. I like that a lot. I like that a lot. All right, my last question. Um, giving credit to some of the other hardworking people on the field, like the band, Dixie Darling, and cheerleaders. Does the football team feed off any of that energy? You know, Matt, uh, Billy. I don't think you were here last year when the band would. Uh, Sing that part of Nick, and they kind of got in trouble for it. Uh, what, we won't the, repeat. You know the words to that song, Billy? <laughs> I think so. Can you remind can you, me? Can you sing it? <laughs> <laughs> but how? You know, what's the what's the football team Family feel about all those show, guys? guys. And girls? <laughs> you know, I'll I'll say this. This is a, this is not part of the question. This it it adds to the question, I guess. The band should play Nick at every football game. No doubt. Uh, right about halfway through the third quarter, the band should just play Nick. I don't care if we're down forty or up a hundred. Let let the band play Nick. There you go. You hear that, Joe Paul? <laughs> hey, shout out Joe Paul. Shout out Joe Paul. All right, now well, I'm sorry, we got sidetracked. What was the question? No, no it's a, you know giving credit to some of those other hardworking people on the field, like the band Dixie Darling cheerleading. Does the football team feed off any of that energy? Oh, a hundred percent. The more noise, the better. I think. Yeah. So, any any kind of energy going on in the rock, we can we can. There's of. there's no better feeling on this planet than scoring a touchdown and hearing the band play like that. That will just fire you up. It does that to the moment, man, for sure. Absolutely. All right. Um, this last is a it's a, uh, a message to Billy. From one of uh, Southern Miss great football quarterbacks we had in the past, Mr. Dustin Allman. Um, if you don't know who that is, Billy Mack can tell you. But uh, he just wanted to encourage you to take it one play at a time and to take it all in. Enjoy every second of it and truly learn the game. Don't forget to have fun. I really appreciate that coming from a Southern Miss great. That It means a lot. Um, I'm really excited to go out and uh, show out for Southern Miss this year. And yeah, that just that means a lot. Absolutely. That like him. Mm-hmm. All right, Lane, you got any any further questions, man? Yeah, I got a couple, and I did not prep them for these, so this is about to be straight Uh-oh. up raw answers here. But <laughs> Don't get nervous, there's Billy. There's not many of them. I'm not trying to trick you here. <laughs> you need a few paper towels and sweat. Do what? All right. I will start out with Matthew here. So, Matthew, when you were in high school at Purvis, what style of offense did y'all run? Oh, man. Were y'all we were in the old – we ran wing T, we'd run belly, we'd run a lot of traps, counters, you know. If we threw it it was a trick play. So yeah, that's, that's that, what we ran, I thought. We I ran that, that Perry Wheat. That Perry Wheat special. Perry, yeah. yeah. Shout out Perry Wheat. So being a uh, a wing T O lineman in high school, how hard was that transition being a spread off? Oh my word. It, it is night and day difference. When I got to Southern Miss, I I mean, running with the fours, I was like, "Oh my god, this like this isn't for me," <laughs> and it really has. Like, honestly, it has been a grind for me. I, it, I've got the size and I've got the talent, but it took me a long time to to, I guess, pick up how college football is like, pick up the speed and get used to it. Man, it is coming from Purvis to a D one college. That is a big jump. Yeah. When it, when they told you to kick set or kick set's another term for yeah, I, I was like, remember, what, we don't what, have O line coaches in the listener thing. When they taught you to pass set, uh, did you just look at them funny? <laughs> I, I said I, I would tell them, please teach me how to pass set because we never went over how to pass. In fact, I think we had a protection. One of our protections where we all just cut. So <laughs> it, it was uh, kick set was a was a foreign concept to me. It was, it was like trying to take calculus. So what was uh what was one on one pass rushes like? Oh, I took my fair, I took my fair share of L's in that. <laughs> that 
that was it was uh, when you get beat and you get beat and you get beat and you're trying to fix it and you just keep getting beat as a freshman you're just like man that is demoralizing because <laughs> you come you come from high school where you're the man and then you get to college and you just get torched every play you're like man what is going on yeah i i will say this though you know it, it's it's probably tougher on a wing t kid just because that style of offense he's never seen but i feel like o-line is the hardest position except for maybe quarterback with all the stuff you gotta go through your head to actually the, play early yeah there's a lot of stuff you've got to you know analyze before the play even gets started and then yeah. then mid snap you know the defensive line might shift the linebacker might blitz there's a lot of stuff that you've got to have your eyes open for yeah um man i'll also say this to all offensive linemen trying to play at the next level, the defensive line and you know these these uh, edge rushers, they are so good with their hands, man. They they've got you know in high school they'll just bull rush. That there's not really, at least around here, these you know two, three, four a. You don't really see any true pass rushers, you know, especially when you run the wing T. I was always a block down guy, so I would just wash the whole pile, but. You know, one thing that I would tell people is definitely work on their hands before they get to college because hand placement as an offensive lineman is huge. If you can strike them first and get in their chest, it is it, the rush is basically over. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I bet you knew how to down block when you got here, though. Hey, I, I'll say this. I was I was excellent at down blocking i i, I think everybody every, i was i was a hell of a down blocker no coaching necessary on this one <laughs> no coaching for that yes yeah so what did you weigh coming out of high school like what was Man, your size i was my so i had a basketball coach my sophomore year and freshman year that told me that i was going to lose a bunch of weight and i was like yeah yeah whatever well i went from weighing 260 to 220 in about three months, he just ran my guts out. And I man, I weighed probably three oh five when I got here, and I'm right at three thirty right now. So yeah. gained about twenty five pounds. Okay. All right. Then my next question's here for Billy. Uh, Billy, coming over here, swapping offenses. Once Clemson's a spread, so is what Coach Hall does, but. How difficult is it to learn a new system? Yeah, I mean, it took it took a couple of installs and practices to kind of uh, get with the flow of the offense. But Coach Hall and Coach Joseph are some of the best teachers um, I've ever been around, um, and they just know football so well. Um, so that was being around them and just learning from them was huge and allowed me to pick it up a lot faster um, than I probably would have if it if it weren't for them. So, um, and then just, it, it came with reps, just physical reps, being out there in the spring, um, throwing to the receivers, figuring out protections with the offensive linemen. Um, but yeah, I mean, getting taught by them in the QB room and then going out and executing it just kind of um, put it to memory. And I'm obviously trying to get better every day, trying to master it. Um, but yeah, it, it took, I mean, it took a couple weeks, but um once I got it down, I felt really confident in it, and uh, still still feel confident in the offense. It's a great offense, easy to it's easy to learn, um, but it ha- it's it's complicated in a good way um, yeah. to throw defenses off. So it's it's going to be really fun this season. He he better know the system as a liberal studies major. He's got a lot of time. <laughs> He's got a lot of time. <laughs> He's got plenty of time to study, right? <laughs> <laughs> so so like at Clemson, did they? Will likes to run the quarterback a lot, right? Y'all didn't. I feel like Clemson doesn't run the quarterback as much as Will does. Is that? Was yeah, that I mean, we, when I was at Clemson, we had a really big quarterback um, who had a really strong arm. So uh, they obviously try to utilize that. They they ran him a good amount, um, and I think Coach Hall uh, is kind of the same way. Like he's going to adjust to who he's got back there. Um, so, I mean, we'll see what happens. I guess everyone will see Saturday. Yeah. Now the next question I have for you is, uh, so tell me the process of him basically announcing that you're you're the starter. How did he go about that? Did he call you in, meet with you one-on-one? Did he surprise you all in front of the team? How did, what was the process here? When did you find out? How did you find out all that? Yeah, he called me into his office the day before 
and we just kind of talked about it, um, and he told me, and it was it was obviously super exciting, something I worked a long time for. Um, so yeah, I mean, he he did a good. I I like the way he went about it, just kind of meet with me in private, talk me through it. Um, then obviously the next day he announced it to the media, um, and that was that. Yeah, it was a tight battle for a while there. I feel like so I feel like we got two quarterbacks that could start at pretty much any Sun Belt school there is. I felt like we we have a really good problem here. <laughs> you know, no yeah, doubt. it's been great here. So no doubt, yeah. Holman Holman's a baller, and he's been really fun to compete with. Um, yeah. We're going to keep competing, keep getting each other better. Um, so that's the best part about being in a room like this with a bunch of talented guys. Yeah. Well, that's all the questions I had, guys. I appreciate your time. This was this was a good time for me. I loved it and loved getting to get a little insight into the guys we cheer for on Saturdays. Thank y'all for having us. Yeah, thank y'all for having no us. No doubt. Uh, anything y'all want to say to the fans or uh, anything at all? I'll, I'll say just show out Saturday. Um, the bigger the crowd, the better. Uh, it's going to be a fun time. So. All right. Kickoffs at six, but come to Eagle Walk, cheer these guys on, go listen to Chapel Heart, jam out and uh, eat some food, drink some Cokes, you know, or uh, whatever <laughs> you it is that you want to participate hey, it's, in. It's only it's only going to be eighty nine. That's that's only eight, hey, that's like we're going to have to wear need, a jacket that day. Well, I, I might need a hoodie, I yeah. might need a hoodie, right? No doubt. All right, well, thank you, Matt. Thank you, Billy. We'll see y'all at Stonehouse soon. Um, and thanks, fans. Thanks, Pate, for making it sound and look good. Thank you, Lane. And as always, Southern Miss to the top. top. Thank you for checking out the Everyday Eagles podcast, the podcast for Southern Miss fans by Southern Miss fans. Be sure to subscribe and follow our show on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you listen to podcasts so you don't miss a single episode. And don't forget to leave us a rating and share this podcast with a fellow Golden Eagle. You can find us on Facebook and Instagram at Everyday Eagles Podcast and follow us on Twitter at Everyday underscore Eagles. To learn more about the podcast or to inquire about being a guest on the show, visit our website at edepodcast.com. Thanks again for joining us today. We will catch you next time on the Everyday Eagles podcast. And as always, Southern Miss to the top. <laughs>